If you wanna learn how the other half lives, to a world of facts and fibs and fairy tales, with a fail, talk about her you nailed. Oh girl, just exhale. This is facts, fibs, and fairy tales. I'm pressing record. Okay, fine. I'm done with this conversation. You don't wanna have a sleepover party with me? That's fine. It's not about you, Bear. It's not about you. It's okay. about where you live. It feels personal. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little personal. Yeah. Um, pretty poo. <laughs> Just not screwed. It's mostly that you're in pajamas right now, and I'm upset that I'm in fucking jeans Remember like a psychopath. Remember the time I came over to your place in like a nice dress and blazer? Yeah. And you were wearing literal sweatpants? Yes. So listen, bitch. Yeah. Come see, come saw. This right. is a very French episode. <laughs> well, uh, French native language so there yeah. you go we've got a good consultant oh this is gonna go great <laughs> this episode brought to you by french okay let's dive into it let's do it <sighs> welcome to facts fibs and fairy tales as always what <laughs> <laughs> how Jesus. many times have you done this oh fucking too many 62 at least <clears throat> Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. My name is Matt Sweet, and I am your factual fairy. And with me, as always, is... The Fibbing Fairy, Kayla Vickers. Hey, bitch, how the fuck are you? I'm fucking great. You look fucking great. Thank you. Honestly, you're fucking crushing it. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I like your green sweater. Is it gray? Um, green? It's not any of those. The it's fine. We're moving strange. on. This is not about my outfit. <laughs> um, Kayla, are you ready for Ambush? Ambush. I'm ready. Oh. Ambush. I like your musical. Should we get a theme tune for Ambush? Ambush. Actually, this is a great idea. Oh, but like then I have to do more season. for editing. So, nope. Okay. Canceled. Fine. That idea is canceled. I was so excited. <laughs> I know. Um, Kayla, I, as I was writing these, I will admit that I was like, I think I've asked literally all of these questions before, but... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'll tell you. It's the end of 2021 and I don't give a shit anymore. That's, I mean, so. yeah, fair. Um, Kayla, let's just talk about pegging. How do you feel about it? Where are you at on it? Have you pegged? Will you peg? Do you have the straps? See, I don't feel like you've asked me this question in an ambush, but it may have come up in conversation. Uh, as it would. Yeah. Yes, as it naturally. Um, <laughs> I would peg someone I never have. Okay. I don't have the equipment on me. Mm. As my boyfriend leans into the room. <laughs> he had a smile on his face, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my. Okay. A smirk. So, uh, uh, a knowing smirk. A knowing smirk. So, okay. I mean, yeah, there's definitely pegging potential. Now, in terms of the equipment, because mm. I've never done... Have you done much research into pegging? No, not at all. Oh, dang. This is not going to go great then. No. Uh, well, great. Uh, end Amazing. of that question, I guess. <laughs> Haven't pegged wood. Got it. All right. Check. My question is in a very different vein. Perfect. Oh, uh, God. What fucking childhood trauma or racist nonsense are we going to unpack? Who is your hero? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, who's my hero? Do you want them to be living or dead? Real Either. or fiction? Either. Up to you, babe. Jesus. Who's my hero? Who is my fucking hero? You know... You can't say J.K. Rowling. I know you want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm really into turfs these days. Um, okay, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Ooh, yeesh. Uh, you tried to trap me with that shit last episode. I did. It was funny. Uh, <laughs> you bitch. It was funny for me. Who is my hero? You know, um, 
I think for me, one of the things that I am really kind of coming to terms with about myself that is uh, a magic power is that I am unabashedly, unashamedly, whoever the fuck I am. Mm -hmm. And I don't really apologize for that. And I think... I'm trying to come up with someone who does that. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who isn't problematic. (laughs) Who isn't problematic. Yeah, exactly. The list is complicated. Yeah, sure Um, is. But I think, you know, I'm going to go with... (laughs) Fuck me. I'm going to go with Michelle Wolf, and here's why. So Michelle Wolf is a comedian. Uh, She's... Perfect. Her show, Joke Show, I think I have plugged on this podcast 300 times. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it? No. You fucking bitch. Yeah. There's, when, you're going to watch it, mm-hmm. and the joke about the giraffe, you're going to text me your every fucking feeling about it. Okay. Okay? Yep. But Michelle Wolf, she's also the reason that the Correspondence Dinder... Dinder. Correspondence Dinder. Correspondence Dinder. I still can't say you it. You can't. Dinder. Jesus. Dinder. The correspondence dinner uh, got canceled because she made some jokes about Donald Trump he didn't like, and then he was like, I'm not coming back. Yeah. And I just love anyone who kind of thumbs their nose at authority like that because that's kind of how I live my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's just done a really magical job. Uh, I follow her on many things, and she just kind of is exactly who she is. She doesn't apologize for it. Mm-hmm. And she. <laughs> And with a voice like hers, you kind of have oh, to be God, that person. Amazing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> she has a very distinct voice. Yeah. yeah. And I would say that's what makes her my hero, is that she really does just, she goes for the jugular every time, mm-hmm. even if she knows that it's going to cost her something. And I think that's really special. Love it. That's yeah. a great answer. So I whipped it. that out of fucking nowhere. You, you sure did. <laughs> Kayla. Yeah. This I think I have asked before. Okay. Um, how do you eat a vag? Hashtag techniques. You've never asked me this before. Oh, I'm crushing but, tonight. But then. it's challenging to answer because every woman's different. Oh, God. This fucking beautiful flower bullshit. It's not All even right. a beautiful flower bullshit, <laughs> which I called you today. I know I called you my delicate flower. This Is morning. that? Are you incepting me? <laughs> it might be. Is it working? Sort of. Clearly. We're yeah. on the path. Uh, okay, I let mean, me ask this. Maybe... I will say, I will say okay. that everyone's different, but usually mm. the clitoris is a good place to start. Okay. And do you have like a, uh, a, <laughs> a clitoral technique. technique, a clitoral pattern? General flicking is great. General flicking? Like fingernail flicking? What are we talking about? I mean, I was thinking the tongue, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I I don't think a lot about flicking my tongue. What? Yeah, like that. Yeah. God, I'm gonna be so prepared. If you go down on on a vagina. When the apocalypse comes, a hashtag theme of the season, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm forced into a brothel mm-hmm. to service gentlemen <laughs> and women. Gonna, it's gonna be uh, women. You think I, the first people being serviced at a brothel are gonna be women? Ha! Hashtag patriarchy. <laughs> you think that? Well, I I know it will survive the apocalypse, but I wish it wouldn't. Wouldn't it be nice if it just was like apocalypse and then we did a matriarchal situation yeah and suddenly gay dudes are working at brothels tongue and i badges. would love that i just don't <laughs> think it's gonna happen i'm a realist <laughs> well i'm disappointed yeah. anywho your question <laughs> all right my question for you is and this is a kid question but it's a fun question okay when you were a kid oh god did you eat the crust off your sandwich or not oh yeah absolutely okay and why because uh, you eat the food put in front of you? Yeah. I eat the crust, too. I'm, okay. a, cr- I'm a crust person. Well, that was some rich people nonsense. Except on, except on pizza. I don't eat pizza crusts. Unless they're filled, with, unless they're filled with cheese. 
What if you got dip though? Dip is different. I okay. would eat it with dip. Okay. I'm not, a, I'm not a monster. I was about to throw some hands. Like we were. No, it's when there's no dip and it's just the crust. I'm not eating raw hard bread. Interesting. See, because I kind of love that. Oh. I love that as a finisher. It's like a palate cleanser. Like, oh. ooh, all this cheesy goodness. Let me tap it down. I would eat the with a layer pizza of hard backwards bread. if I could. <laughs> I mean, I could, but you it's not can great. and maybe should. It sounds it's, like. I feel like it would be harder to hold. <laughs> Okay. Counterproductive. All right. Counterintuitive. I'm I'm moving along. Whatever yeah. this is, I'm done with it. Yep. Um. Final question for me. <clears throat> What's a weird trick your body does? A weird trick my body does. Yes. Like, are you double jointed? Can you do a flip? I don't know. I'm not double jointed. I cannot do a flip. I used to be able to do a cartwheel. <laughs> That's <laughs> the best you could come up with. <laughs> I mean, I can reproduce. That's a pretty cool trick. Uh, I guess, but would you want to? <laughs> uh, undecided. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, disappointing answer. I wanted you to be like, oh, I can fold my tongue in six ways. No, or flip I, my I've eyelids never. Outside. No, I have like weird things about my body. But like, no. my body doesn't do anything yeah. weird. Not quite where I was headed. So no, it isn't you have, you're so. not double jointed anywhere. No. God, you're so basic. I, you know what? I have really weird fingers and thumbs because you know how most people's thumbs angle out. Mine is completely straight. Angle out. What the yeah. Fuck you hold your thumb up. Okay. Look at how far back the thumb is going. Uh, oh, like mine doesn't do that at all. Mine is completely straight. Uh, like this is. Like, That's normal. Like you're. Oh. Yes. Most people have this. This is great for a then, audio podcast. I know, yeah. But then my <laughs> fingers are curved. Like this is me holding them straight. Right. But you like have to This yeah, this is they're curved naturally. But, but this, oh, like is that not No, look look, look they're straight. <laughs> this is a weird else. we gotta end Anyways, this segment. This is terrible. <laughs> sorry, sorry listeners. A lot of finger thumbs. I'm sorry, situation. Kayla is too basic for my simple question. Well, I mean, you asked me something that I had to describe with my body, and this is an audio podcast, so whose fault is it? I don't. Who's to say? Okay. <laughs> the last question. Okay. What is your most prized possession and why? Oh, Jesus. My most prized possession. Mm-hmm. Um... Ugh, this is so lame, but I'm going to say it anyway. Honestly, it's my hardcover collection of the Wheel of Time books. <laughs> it is. It is. And that's yeah. not just because the day this episode comes out is the same day as Wheel of Time launches on Amazon Prime, and we should all watch it because oh. it's going to be incredible. Oh. Unless it's not, and then my heart will break into a million pieces, <laughs> and everything will be terrible. <laughs> but, um, no, uh, that book series has meant a lot to me. It's sort of the, um, as I've said before, it's... 14, 15 if you count the prequel uh, novels that are enormous, that are an achievement if you read through them once. I have read through them many, many times. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that has like given me so much comfort throughout the course of my life. And just having like the feel of a big fucking book in my hands, like I love that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's when I can't go to nature, that is the thing that recharges my soul. And it's it's probably as much as I don't think I'd be able to carry it out of a burning building because it's so fucking huge. I would find a way. I love the visual of you with like a dolly, <laughs> like stacking up all your books yeah. as if a building burns down. Yeah. Other people are like grabbing their babies, and I'm like, oh no, I need these novels, babe. I need these Wheel of Time books. Yeah. Well, and I worked hard to find like finding the hardcovers was really challenging, and it okay. was like this kind of weird project I had for over the course of two years. And right. It was a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Great answer. 
Well, segue time. Kayla, segue. can you introduce our incredible guest? Incredible guest. Incredible. Our incredible guest. I'm going to balance this microphone by my balls while I take my sweater off. Okay. Um, that was Love a that. weird. Yeah. <laughs> that is a visual. Yeah. The audio. A visual podcast. for the audio. Um, so with us today is my low-key best friend because we always oh, comment dang. on each other's stuff so on Instagram true. and it just feels like we're besties but we never hang out and we don't know each other that well. That's the best kind of bestie. <laughs> yeah. The very low-maintenance friendship. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Exactly. One like, Do you want to come to this thing? You can't. Oh, that sucks. Uh, Michaela is here with us today. Hi, Michaela. Hi. What's your whole deal? Um, I don't know what my deal is. Um, that's a very hard question. Let me Why maybe you put me on the spot. Give her some parameters. Give me more to work with. This is very difficult Sorry, I'm for still, me. I'm still managing my hostility towards Kayla. It's okay. Uh, it's, it's Michaela, not Kayla. So, you know. <laughs> tell you know that's going to fuck me up. Uh, okay. So, Michaela, tell us, like, what are your definitions? How do you define yourself? What's your, your sexuality journey? What are your pronouns? That kind of stuff. How do you, okay. what's that? Okay. My pronouns are she, her. Mm-hmm. Um, I have only been in, in straight relationships, although I don't know. <laughs> That's maybe not the the only defying thing about me. I know I've never like dated women, but I'm not like opposed to it. Um, yeah. But I am in a um, straight relationship with gasp. someone that I love very much. Double gasp. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Double gasp. Um, yeah, I work in advertising. I have brown hair. <laughs> I... She's wearing glasses right now. Yeah. You don't have to have an exhaustive list. Like that's you've. That's covered pretty it. much it. Yeah, right. that's the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the brown hair really. Yeah, brown hair really cinched it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, welcome to the show. Thanks I think we're for excited having to me. have you. Yeah. I can't speak for Kayla, but I can speak for myself. I'm excited. I booked her. <laughs> Through Instagram, because that's the only time we talk is through Instagram. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That sounds right. Um, So as you know, this is a storytelling podcast. So uh, let's just jump into it. Do you have a story you've prepared for us today? Well, Michaela has actually three stories she's prepared. This bitch. She sent me a list before she got here (laughs) of the stories and just with descriptors. Yeah. I should have added that I'm also Virgo, which kind of like gives you an idea of why I came with the list. Yeah. yeah very like, <laughs> I loved it. Like as a project mm. manager, I was just like, yes, list. Yeah. We will check in later. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, set us up for the first one. What season was it? Where are we? What are we? Who are we at the time? Okay. Well, maybe I can talk about like my um, interesting relationship that I had with someone who is significantly older than me. Yeah. I'm already invested. Okay, mm-hmm. great. He's actually, well, when I met him, he was actually um, very close to your age. So, oh, um, so very elderly. Very <laughs> old. <laughs> uh, it was graying. Actually, no, he's bald. Um, but um, <laughs> Not you. Not you. The, the person that I was dating. Right. Um, yeah. So I dated someone who was um, significantly older than me. Who also what's the gap? What are we talking? Um. So okay. So when you think about it, I met him Sorry when I was. Sorry to make you do math. No, no, no. It's well, I'm not very good at that. So you're gonna have to <laughs> wait a little bit. Um. I met him when I was 19, and he was 36. So okay. is that 16, 16, 17? That feels right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. It's a 16, 17 okay. year old. That's uh, that's not a little bit. No, it's quite a, quite a... Especially when you're 19. Yeah. yeah. I think age gaps mean more the younger the, that you are. I agree. 100%. And yeah. I think there's another added layer that he may or may not have had some sort of like, you know, um, authority position um, over me. Oh um, my. Maybe those are details that we can kind of spare the podcast. <laughs> um, you know, I am using my real name, so... Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah i dated someone who was significantly older than me um and i mean we can go through the whole story but i can give you a very quick short story you know well, let's dive Long into story I would short. I through the whole story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You tell us what you want to tell us. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even know where to you're, start. You're driving the bus here. We're I just know. along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, well, yeah, I met him when I was 19, mm-hmm. uh, 36. Um, it was a very secretive relationship, of course, because of the age difference and, um, you know, the, the questionable power. questionable job situation. Questionable job situation um, <laughs> may have added to the uh, needing to be secret. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. the sexiness. Yes. Very sexy, but also... Um, toxic for sure oh, yeah no one can you imagine that. can you imagine <laughs> toxic no way Shocking. <laughs> um yeah so i mean i did a lot of things for this man i moved to toronto for this person whoa so i'm from ottawa um okay. that's another little detail that i maybe could have added at the front of my <laughs> intro but i am from ottawa um and i moved to toronto um, you but like you lived in montreal for a bit didn't you yeah i'm from montreal originally yeah so it's kind of all over the place right. yeah. yeah so i'm from montreal originally um, grew up in Ottawa, so I would say I'm from Ottawa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, I went to university in Ottawa for or in Montreal rather for a bit and okay. then back to Ottawa. And then back <laughs> and, then, to, back and then, then now and then to Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is like now my permanent home, I would say. Gotcha. So But you so, originally arrived in Toronto because of this man. Yeah, I moved to Toronto for this man. That's a big swing at nineteen. Yeah. I know, I know, I don't know. I thought that this was it, you know. I thought like this mm-hmm. man was gonna be the person I was gonna marry and have kids with. And at nineteen was you totally that. Uh, yeah, I thought the same thing with my high school boyfriend when I was nineteen and now I'm like <laughs> Yeah. Well you add the layer of this person who is like very ready for that in, right. in his oh, life, of right? Course. Um yeah. so it kind of like makes you feel like, okay, well this is this is it, you know? Do it. He wants it, I want it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have kids at 22 which thank god I didn't yeah. um, and you know just like settle and be like a housewife like that was the vision that I had for my life which I'm very happy that I didn't end up doing sure. um, but yeah so I moved to Toronto for this person and and we continued to date in secret and I really only told my parents after we broke up because the breakup was so tumultuous that Mm -hmm. I was feeling so much stress and so much anxiety that I was like I had to talk to my mom about it I was like mom I don't know what to do like mom I'm broken and help me yeah it was broken it was also like I I mean you know not to get too dark in the like first you know couple minutes but I had to get like a restraining order oh damn yeah I know when you said toxic you meant toxic no I meant like really toxic like toxic all caps not like fun toxic that you can look back on and be like oh what a time not Britney toxic yeah yeah like toxic like nuclear bomb got you that's wild yeah yeah so um yeah I never really told my parents until after the breakup because I was dealing with a lot of like really scary things that Mm -hmm. I don't think many well I mean actually no probably quite a few 21 year olds have to deal with but it was really scary and I felt like my life was over and now in Mm -hmm. retrospect it it wasn't but Mm -hmm. it really did feel like my world was kind of like uh, crashing into itself when the breakup occurred was it also like an employment problem all of that stuff no no because that part of the relationship had changed um after moving to ottawa or after moving to toronto sorry guys (laughs) i'm getting my cities confused uh... um yeah so after moving to toronto that changed um but i think the dynamic of like authority figure kind of remained in the relationship i think that was kind of like a lingering 
feeling that stayed until the end of the relationship (laughs) we have a Um, visitor at the podcast sorry the cat is here and i just can't stop what's lou's instagram handle Uh, lucius not malfoy yeah thank you we're (laughs) follow lucius and not malfoy he's a guest in the studio today lord not the point kayla no not at all pull it together sorry i got distracted too so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so uh what else can i say so yeah we broke up i um had to deal with was there like go through like your reason like who broke up with who like why was the reason Mm. you know um yeah no so i moved to toronto thinking that like i was going to settle down with this person and be happy and then i realized that there's like so much more that i need to like learn about myself and like also being in a new city and starting my career because i had just graduated so this is like a whole new world to me and i think I realized that there was so much more to experience before Mm -hmm. I settled down. And that is when I think my doubts probably started showing. And then his reaction to my doubts became very, um, like abusive. And I, I want to say like, it was not physically abusive, but I think that's also kind of something that's important to note. It's not every single abusive relationship is going to be physical. It's Mm -hmm. sometimes it's, only um verbal but it's also very incredibly scary so yeah, yeah. of course well, and, and especially with the age difference and that kind of complicated power differential mm-hmm. like it's so sort of easy to kind of fall into that kind of pattern where if you're not paying attention it will get worse and worse before you start paying attention right and then mm-hmm. you're kind of trapped in it mm-hmm. yeah trapped is kind of the perfect word to to say because yeah. i feel like because I moved to Toronto for him, I felt like kind of my whole world in the city was with him. Mm-hmm. And so breaking up with him felt like I was, um, I don't know, losing such a big part of my life and yeah. mm-hmm. such a big part of like what I had started to create in the city. Um, you know, I had started meeting his friends, which is really weird because, you know, being friends with like 34 to 36 year old people when you're 19 is like probably not normal, but it it is, but it's, it's, it was obviously a little bit weird. And I'm sure like he had to deal with that with his friends too, like introducing his girlfriend who is significantly older than him. Um, Yeah. I can tell you as an elder, uh, (laughs) I'm an asshole to young people. (laughs) I'm a fucking hobgoblin. Yeah. I I don't even care. I like, I think now like I'm 26, which is not, even old but i think like being friends with a 19 year old like absolutely not like yeah, i pass. no yeah. thank you yeah so you'd be the best 19 year old ever and i'm just like i'm sorry you don't got stories yeah i don't know You're how boring. i would like connect or like yeah. Yeah, i don't know anyways so um yeah so like leaving him was also very scary so i think i probably stayed in the relationship longer than i would have which i think is like standard or normal and um, unhealthy toxic relationships because mm. um, you feel trapped you don't really know how the other person is going to react you don't know like what your life is going to be like outside of the relationship yeah. once they're not there and that's the scariest part sometimes it is is like okay I know I have to go but what's on the other side of that fence you know mm-hmm. what I mean like what does it look how do I how do I continue on that's got to be terrifying yeah yeah and I mean it's kind of terrible because I think I mean I I met my current boyfriend when I was still dating this person and there was no nefarious like activity <laughs> um I I met him and he became a good f- a friend um and 
I think he was kind of the the push that kind of got me to to end things um and was also incredible support system as I was going through all of the um effects of the the breakup Mm -hmm. yeah um Mm -hmm. so sometimes it you do need to have some someone kind of push you over the edge to like convince you to do it um Mm. I don't know if that's necessarily the healthiest advice, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it but is the reality. But it is my yeah. reality. Yes, yeah. Completely. I think I've definitely been in situations where, like, I'm just like, I just need the support of someone right now, and I can't like stop doing the other thing until I know I have like a secure like something lined up or something already a that's path. gonna like a path or like something that's gonna hold me while I like push away from this other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Looking back on it now, is there something that you like what what's the takeaway from you? Because like I think I I'm a true believer that every relationship teaches us something and I guaranteed this one taught you a lot. <laughs> what would you say is like the biggest thing that you're taking away from it? Well, yeah, I mean, I think every relationship has its takeaways, even if Hopefully. it's um, <laughs> terrible like the one it was. Um, I think like just, I mean, just standing up for my own feelings, like not mm. trying to let his feelings come before mine, which I did for, mm. um, I would say, like the majority of the sure. relationship, um, you know, hiding things when I didn't feel like I needed, didn't want to hide them from my friends or my family. Like, I wanted to be in this relationship and like be, you know, not have a secret, you know, but Mm -hmm. it was a secret for him. And everything that I did was really placing his feelings ahead of mine. And I've, um, I take that like now in my relationship and then my friendships and my work relationships as well, like really prioritizing my own feelings. Cause you know, at the end of the day, you just kind of got yourself. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) Come on. on, Excellent advice. Yeah. So, yeah. But it took me a while to get there, and I I don't think I realized that until um, probably in the last year, really. Well, because it takes perspective. It Mm. takes it takes understanding what that relationship was about. It takes distance from that relationship to be able to understand how it all happened. Because when you're in it, I I can't speak for you, obviously, but I can say from sort of the let's say complicated relationships that I've been in, you know you just find yourself in these repeated toxic behaviors Mm -hmm. and even even if you're like i need to stop doing this well it's tuesday again and i'm doing the same shit you know what i mean yeah yeah and you can't you you can't sort of understand what that experience is teaching you until uh, often way way later so i think that's incredible I think like every year that goes by, you like sort of re- when you reevaluate and look back on those relationships, you like have another takeaway. Yeah. You like or like mm-hmm. there's like another perspective and another perspective. Like it just keeps shifting, and I think for like not I I wouldn't say like every year is better because I feel like there's some years where you're like oh fuck and you really get it, but then I think the longer the longer you take to reflect, the more it becomes I don't know clear. More valuable, maybe. Valuable, yeah. yeah, that too. Yeah, and on like a, maybe not as like um, deep type of uh, learning, I think something that I got from that relationship, which is like, I think is good advice for any relationship, is like not to make that one person like your whole entire world, which I think mm. as you get older, you get better at. at. Um, I think when I was in high school, I probably was doing the same thing, just making my boyfriend everything and, and um, my whole life. But I guess that's kind of like placing your feelings um, it's above, together. it's kind of all tied together. But yeah, yeah just like having your own 
social circle and like you know knowing that like you can talk to other people about other things like i don't need to go to my boyfriend to talk about the kardashians because i know he doesn't care you know (laughs) like small things like that like having you know other people in your life that play different roles i guess yeah oh yes Mm -hmm. yeah totally you need that i think that was like one of my biggest learnings from like when i my time in therapy was like one person can't be everything. And oh yeah, hundred like, percent. Friendships, you need yeah. people. Well, and the pressure you're placing on that one person. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's not they fair for up. them. That's yeah. not fair for them. I mean, this guy sounds like an asshole, but yes. <laughs> he was. He was. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it is. You can't. You you can't get everything you need from one person, and it is really exhausting. I've been in. I've been on the other side of that, where someone is like, "You are the world," mm. and it's like. Um, I can maybe be like Texas. Like I can't be the world. Could be a big state, baby. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You're gonna need to go find like your own Russia, maybe in Australia. But I'll be Texas with Texas and Russia. (laughs) Very interesting, like countries and states you're choosing. A little bit of controversy going on here. I feel like we have a very like liberal crowd, you know. And then you named a boring, warm place. Oh, I know they're they're not that boring. They. They're very excited. Isn't like Australia notoriously racist? That is correct. Yeah, that's what I thought. So there was a theme. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're. uh, I know they have like a very um, shady, um, not shady, seedy, not a good history when it comes to Aboriginal, Indigenous. um, (laughs) That's part of the racism. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. It's all. It's all tied together. They're just like they're like North America on the other side. Understood. Yes. (laughs) Yeeks. Uh, Oi. Oi. Well, you know. Casual segue. Yeah. Speak on your second story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think that a lot of the stories that I I put together in my in project list. manager yeah. list yeah. is yeah. they're all kind of tied together. Um, it's kind of a sequence of oh. of stories. Okay. Um, but I can talk about my. This current... is so much planning. I'm I know. Obsessed. I know. Can you, this is why we're. Are you our, Are you our most organized guest ever? <laughs> I will proudly take that title. <laughs> I was kind of hoping someone was going to say that. I was like, ooh, yeah, I'm so organized. Yeah. Um, No one's ever sent me a list of stories. That was the first time anyone ever offered. And I was like, sure. Yeah, like we've gotten like, which of these would you like to tell? But not like, no, no, I'm going to be telling these in sequential order. Yeah. It was like an open-ended list. Like we could go through all three. We could go through two. It depends, you know? Anyways, but... um. My second story has to do with my current boyfriend. Okay. Which is, you know, I mean, I did meet him um, at the end of that other relationship. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, um, we're just going through the timeline of my relationships, essentially. That's my story. We're unpacking. Um, <laughs> beca- this free therapy. <laughs> Not good therapy, no. to be clear. Well, that's why it's free. Right? You get what you pay for. <laughs> This is not covered by your insurance. Oh, 100% not. not. I feel like, who? Backstabs and what? Ah, whatever. Sure. Um, Yeah, so my current relationship, who um, I'm very happy with. We live together. We've lived together for eight months now, which is, you know, still like... That's a COVID move-in. Yeah, I guess so, technically. How did that feel? Um, Good. I I don't know. It was... I don't know. I don't really think about it as a COVID moving, but I guess it's just because I've gotten so used to the COVID life. So, um, but I mean, we didn't really, um, I didn't feel like I was too, 
you know, locked up with him. Right. So um, nobody murdered each other. Thank God. No, I'm, I'm here. So you're here. The proof he is in the pudding. Right. Yeah, we don't know about him. <laughs> <laughs> While well, he's gone, he's well. You're gone. He's just at home rocking back and forth, like slowly on the carpet. Where's Michaela? <laughs> <laughs> I have anxiety. Uh, no, you that derailed would, your story. That completely. would be me in the relationship. <laughs> realistically, that is not him. Yeah. Um. No, because I um. So. When I met him, I had just gone out of this very terrible relationship and we went through some pretty like rough times at the beginning, just having, um, you know, gone through this whole breakup that I think kind of traumatized him a little bit because mm. he was kind of involved in a way. So uh, we dated for, I don't know, maybe a little over, a little under a year and then we broke up for a year. Okay. Um, and then we got back together and Love. it was like, you know, one of those, um, I don't know, I guess it's a bit of a hallmark story, but um, I don't know. I thought it would be interesting to talk about it just because I think a lot of people think about getting back together with their exes. And um, my rule of thumb is that you have to assume that you're like the rule and you're not the exception. Although my story is kind of the exception because (laughs) I've been very lucky and it's worked out really well. Um, But I think like in that year of not dating, we have... um, done a lot of work on ourselves individually which has mm-hmm. you know made for a really good and healthy mm-hmm. relationship um totally. what but, was what was sort of the if they're if you're happy to share this what is the thing that caused the breakup the first one first i guess the breakup i think it was i mean partly due because of the other breakup is that i kind of put him in a situation where he felt like i i made him my everything again like i went from like one relationship that was very happy to have me as his everything like the that was the, the, the man that i was dating before the older one um he wanted me to be his everything like right. that he was very like you're not to have friends but not really but like that's not what he said but that was eluded that was the vibe, that was the vibe. and yeah, then why I, would you need anyone else but me exactly and then i go to another relationship with someone who's incredibly independent mm. like very independent <laughs> i don't have time to be your everything um and then <laughs> busy yeah exactly i got shit to do <laughs> and then me trying to make him my everything and then that pushed him away right. so i think that was like the number one cause of the relationship and everything that the behavior that i was partaking exhibiting um that made him feel like no yeah that's yeah yeah yeah. i mean he wasn't innocent he wasn't very like you know sure he did things too but i also 100 percent, yeah exactly (laughs) but i think that was definitely the cause of it and then Mm. in that one year um I think I did a lot of work on myself and I became like mm. much happier. Um, yeah. Thanks Version to, two. thanks to, thanks to some not free therapy. Um, <laughs> some expensive fucking therapy. Very expensive right. therapy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's definitely like, I mean, I'm kind of like the, like I said, the, um, yeah, the exception, the exception to the rule, to the rule. And so what was it like falling in love again? How did that come about? Um, it's funny cause I felt like I was falling in love with like a friend because oh. in that one year, um, let's say that there was no real like pauses in, you know, seeing each other. Like we did consistently see each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in that one let's year, just be clear. you fucking, I was, I was fucking <laughs> <laughs> on a regular basis. 
I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Because I, it felt like that. Yeah, we were sleeping together, like right. for sure. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah, like at least once a week, which is weird because it's like. Oh, girl, you fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I felt like I was starting to get to know him all over again in that mm. one year. And maybe just I didn't allow myself to to do that in that eight months because I rushed into wanting to be with someone who like to have a very serious relationship with this person yeah. like right away because that's what I was used to before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like didn't allow him to get to know me or I just like was putting all these yeah. rules and like how the relationship should be. So the in the expectation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the year I really got to know him. So I feel like I was kind of like, properly falling in love i guess oh. first time i wasn't really i was just like, it was like you there we are dating yeah exactly i was <laughs> like oh you're you're a man i like you um you're you attractive have a penis and it functions we're dating um <laughs> yes we're gonna get married uh we'll have children and i that's have that. a plan because i don't know if you know this about me i'm organized oh my god <laughs> i'm a girl with a plan does it matt does it make you uncomfortable how there's like two very organized people in the room and you're just on the side like being competent or <laughs> being competent incompetent oh <laughs> <laughs> sorry i thought you almost complimented me and that was on me nah. <laughs> who's doing that um i do get a sense of intensity from both of you <laughs> i'm sorry it's i think it's also my nerves like i feel like i'm very chill normal you drink more wine. i feel like People who say they're chill are not chill, but... Yeah, no. <laughs> Kayla also says she's chill all the time. I am chill. I sound like a stoner. <laughs> like, my voice sounds chill. Your body language does not sound chill. No. It's... And my... If you could read my mind... There's a lot happening. Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Am I, am I threatened by your organizational skills? No, because I benefit from it. That's a good point. You know? Yeah, you like haven't booked. So jealous of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah. Anyways, let me. Yeah. Get, we can get. We can do. Do you want to? You want to talk about? Yeah. No, I haven't booked a, a guest on the podcast. You because, season. Because you look, too. listen, listen here, bitch. And there's a third that's possible. We just every time I'm like, oh, I should probably do that. You're like, the next nine weeks are booked. <laughs> that's not so, how it goes. That's pretty damn close to how I'm it fucking like, goes. I'm just like, hey, bitch. someone's coming up next week, and you're like, fuck. Yeah, because I was like, I was probably like high as balls, about to open my phone and to be like, hey, Jenya, babe, it's your time. Let's make this happen. I want to hear about the dicks, because Jenya's great. Yeah. Uh, and then, as I'm thinking about it, it's it's every single time that I'm thinking about it, it never fails. Within three minutes, you're like, bing, bing, bing. Oh, um, what's your Tuesday like? It's going to be 7 p.m. Oh, you're busy? It's Monday. Let's go. <laughs> and, you know, and I really should just <laughs> uninstall the Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales Instagram from my phone because... So many notifications girl, for no reason. <laughs> when like, you are in there booking the girls, <laughs> <laughs> it takes all my strength not to be like, what is this bitch up to? But then I'm like, but then she will see that it's red and she won't read it herself. So I gets very stressed about that. This has been a really good sidebar. Yeah, this is a... I think maybe these are like kinks that you can work out for season two, you know? Like, have a little break. (laughs) Talk about like roles and responsibilities. Gross. I know. These are like organized terms. A meeting I'm not attending. Roles and responsibilities? 
Anyway, we have derailed way Today. far from. We'll do a bottle episode and figure it out. Okay, sure. Yeah, we'll we'll live podcast us <laughs> negotiating how to work with each other. Dear, what a fun episode. Sounds great. Uh, anyway, back to this. Okay, so you took the time off. You got back together. Mm-hmm. You got you kind of experienced this this falling in love. Mm-hmm. with him yes do you think there was also a bit of falling in love with yourself happening 100 percent. yes of mm. course that's exactly what happened i think like oh this is so cliche but like you know love yourself before you can love others like Maybe. it's it, but it's so true like and i think i i never really believed that i think again it goes back to this idea of like making a person your whole world and like yeah. you gotta like make yourself the universe like the center of your universe mm-hmm. um so um i think that's like when I say like I learned that in the last like year and a half or two years is going through two very weird breakups and realizing that like I am able to go through those things and still like see the light at the end of the tunnel Mm. and still be happy with myself and like happy in my career and my friendships outside of those things and and kind of regardless of the relationship exactly and so I think that's gone me to a place where I can have a very healthy relationship with my boyfriend and yeah i'm obsessed with that that's great everything about that's amazing Mm -hmm. deeply jealous (laughs) he's very single (laughs) in this corner of the room (laughs) and yet pretty content with it which i love that's exactly yeah yeah this is full circle it's all happening yeah exactly it's all it's all connected (laughs) yeah absolutely kayla matt i have questions oh yes um Am I getting too personal? Not too late. We're already started. Uh, Kayla. Hi. Mm. How are you? What's up? Um, I'd love to know if you feel that there are any parallels from this story to your life. <laughs> it's funny because Matt's asking that and he knows. He knows <laughs> the answer, stupid bitch. No, I'm very high. I forget things. I don't know anything. You're not high. You don't get high before a podcast. Damn but it. do you need more vodka? I do. Is that a way to evade this question? <laughs> I don't know. I want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are a lot of parallels. The vodka's yeah. over there. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go find it. I'm gonna give this to you. Okay, it's on the corner of the. I got. It. Yeah, I believe in you. Sorry, I'm also sorry to put you on the spot like that, yeah. but I no, I want to hear okay. the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like my boyfriend and I share a very similar story. Where like we initially we've been friends for like a very long time, and then we started like dating after. Actually, it would have been after his breakup. And he started dating someone right away. But I was the one to project the, like, oh, this is the thing. This is going to be the everything thing. Um, and he was like, bitch, I'm just trying to fuck. I just cut out of a relationship. I'm just trying to And fuck. I made my boyfriend sound like a fuck boy. And he's like, the antithesis of that. No, he's a very kind man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see? I'm going to call him a fuck boy from now on, though. <laughs> oh, <should>. no. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> But, uh, Ooh, can we get him a t-shirt that says fuckboy? I'm a fuckboy. <laughs> Just sweet fuckboy? Just sweet fuckboy, yeah. Just, Just his, birthday, fuck boy. his birthday is in like a month. Perfect okay. timing. It's percolating. Anyway, yeah. continue on. And uh, and we also needed to take like a time to like separate. And at that time, we weren't talking at all. We weren't having little sex or anything. <laughs> but... It was just like we needed to take the time to be by ourselves and he needed to figure out his shit with his relation his past relationship and i needed to figure out like why i like invested so much to the relationship so quickly and like truly like had a lot of self-worth things to figure out mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry was, sorry you could hear that <laughs> <laughs> And Matt is like remembering because I went over to his place shortly before 
I ended up like breaking things off with him so that I could do that. And I remember I had just gotten my eyelashes done, so I couldn't cry. Like you kept being like, bitch, you gotta like do this. This is like, you know, you're giving me like the real talk. And I was just like, I, Don't I look just at spent me. over a hundred dollars. I can't ruin it right away. <laughs> yeah, my eyelashes were like, I was like. It's fine. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> Amazing. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Uh, yeah, so there are the many spot. parallels yeah. that, like, in the... Just why you're besties. Yeah. Well, Insta-besties. Insta don't, get, besties. don't get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm friends with her bestie. Her bestie actually <sighs> is my boyfriend's ex-roommate. Oh, my God. That's too many lines of bestiness. There's so many, like, incestual, <laughs> but not incestual, obviously, but, you know, interconnected. <laughs> this frat house connects all the people. It oh, sure yeah. Does. yeah. That's why I don't come here. <laughs> You're here now, bitch. I, well, I'm uncomfortable. You can tell. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, can we transition to the third story? Mm-hmm. Y- yeah. I mean, I feel like my third story was really about like how to not um, make your relationship your whole life, which I think <laughs> I've kind of touched on yeah. in both stories. I'm loving this narrative arc you've mm-hmm. prepared for us. Guys, I'm such a storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when, Brown over here. Hello. This has like been our most like wholesome, yeah. real episode. Should yeah. I start talking about sex? Like, you well, let's. I mean, look. There's a reason I was asking about fucking. <laughs> Guys, I love sex. He's the Samantha Jones of uh, his generation. That's correct. Oof, yikes. Anywho, not the point. Samantha. <laughs> Samantha's the best. Samantha is the best character. I'm not mad about it. Okay, good. Okay, I just good, don't good. watch the show. Uh, oh, really? Oh, we can't. I can't have. We, this we're not going to get into it. Okay, okay. Sorry, on the sorry, show sorry. Multiple times. That's why he's doing this. Okay, okay. I will share my mouth. Story. Go for it. I don't know. I've just. I. You know, like. Um, just. I guess maybe to wrap both stories up. Mm-hmm. How I learned to not place uh, my relationship um, in. I guess at the forefront of everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, finding hobbies was like first, um, a very easy thing to do. Um, mm. investing in your friendships just as much as you invest in your relationships because, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, those are going to be around for you if you break up or if you stay together or, you know, you, but only if you nurture them a hundred percent, you need to like yeah. keep them going. They're like plants. You got to water them <laughs> plants. at least occasionally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what that's what you do with your friendships and your plans. Yes, occasionally. (laughs) Sniffles, sniffles in the corner. Don't worry about it. I know. I don't know. It's funny. I just started like doing things that I made that I knew made me feel good. So I like working out. (laughs) Like Like what? (laughs) Going to spin class. class okay hold up now this is the white, she mentioned at the beginning of the story that she's a white lady but i don't think she has to anymore it's quite clear if you, if you couldn't tell by my voice yeah. so um, spin class do you have like a favorite instructor and is their name gary no wait wait do you go to spin class too are we gonna bond over this is there a gary in i've your never life? once been to a spin okay class. no i i do have like a gym that i like to go to yeah. and i have a favorite instructor um, is it Blake? It's sweat and tonic. His name is Jordan. Um, <laughs> so we love Jordan. Six thirty on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> 
no. 6.30 in the morning? No, no, 6.30 p.m. But oh, I do God. actually normally take morning classes. Uh, get out. Um, I'm done with this episode. We're I done know. here. <laughs> not 6.30 in the morning, though. Like 8.30. Okay, let's not get I'll crazy. I'll allow it, but I'm still mad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not <pleased. laughs> Okay, so um, what else did you find? What did you What did you learn? I just, I, yeah, just keep doing things for yourself. Like, mm. do things that make you happy, even if it's just like watching TV shows that make you happy or yeah. um, mm-hmm. unapologetically loving the trashy TV that you like or the A trashy hobbies bitch. that you like. Yeah, you guys just became best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except think, for your love of the Kardashians. Everything else I'm down to clown with. I don't even love the Kardashians that much, but I do like <laughs> trash TV. So like yeah. reality TV, I'm all up in like the Bravo world. Okay, speak to me. Do you watch Too Hot to Handle? No, you know what? But okay, so um, you have to. I haven't watched it. Okay, but okay. there is a girl in the first season that I know from Ottawa, Francesca. Oh, oh my god, you know Francesca? <gasps> yeah, I do know Francesca. You know the Francesca? I don't know her like very well, but we have like um, you know, similar Baby. circles in Ottawa because Baby. of partying. You need to watch the show. I know. <laughs> I know. If you know Francesca, Francesca's like a main character. I know. You and need you know to watch what? I actually see her TikToks all the time on my for you page, yeah. and I'm like. Fuck, I love this bitch. She's, she's so like, cool. She's a nightmare. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I've heard that about her. But incredible television. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I know. Okay. And I think well, right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just continue, like, it, loving. Owning what you love. Owning what you love. Mm. And if it is trashy reality TV and pop culture and all of those things, which I love, and I will gladly talk to anyone about it. Um, I don't know. Just not be ashamed of that and yeah. not try to hide any of that because I think the more you're like unapologetic yourself, the more you like attract what attract you're... more people and just yeah. like kind of um, beam oh. confidence. <sighs> Preach, okay. mama. Michaela is officially the Brene Brown of facts. Oh my tales. God, she is. Like, very say more energy. It's very we say live. more energy. I can't. Obsessed hey guys. <laughs> um, quick question. What is your favorite reality television show? Since you haven't watched Too Hot to Handle and you don't know that that's actually the right answer. Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm a big Bravo Bravo girly. Um, mm-hmm. So I like, uh, well, right now I'm watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Um, Salt Lake City? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have uh... to watch it. If you're, if you're into like Real Housewives yeah. franchises, it's... Very interesting. It has like um, a bit of like Mormon. Yeah, like religious. I was stuff. like, I didn't realize there were so many wealthy people in Salt Lake City. Oh, they got money. Rich. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah, they yeah. cash money. They cash money. Yeah. Yeah, and there's this whole thing with like Mormonism, and it's like this a big thing of like a big principle of the Mormon religion is like perfection. Yeah. So like being uh, yeah. the most ideal version of yourself, which is yeah. also translated into like physical. Ooh. So like. Lots of lots of plastic face, work. face work. Also, like really like nice outfits and good sure. clothing fashion, and all fashion. that all that yeah, yeah. shit. Um, but we're all there to watch the surgeries. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And and there's who's all, gonna have a new face this season? Yeah, and a lot of drama too. So obviously yeah. that's. And then I really like um, uh, Summer House, Winter House, which is another Bravo show. What's that? Um, it's about well, so Summer House is like. Yes, this podcast not brought to you by Bravo. Not yeah. Right. <laughs> Brought you by at Lucius, not Malfoy, Instagram. Get out. He's staring at vodka right now. He's he's a cat off of this podcast. That feels right. 
Yeah. I'm so sorry. What no, is no. It? Upper house, down house? No. Winter house, summer house. Winter house. <laughs> You're close. You're so close. <laughs> summer house is like a group of, uh, of people that are much too old to be binge drinking in a house in the Hamptons in the summer. Okay. Like in their early 40s. Gonna end up some of them. I'm yeah. intrigued. I'm intrigued. A lot of, um, you know, room drama. Yeah. Like who's going to sleep in what room? Um, <laughs> Honestly, the thing I would be most concerned who's about. Who's... <laughs> Taking out the garbage yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other drama. Is literally made for me. It's so good. It's so good. A bunch nice. of middle-aged people being mad about their roommates. I am in. So, yeah, there's some middle-aged people. And Winter house, summer, summer house. house. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm, I Where is to- it based? So Summer House is in the Hamptons. Of course. Winter House is it's a new like kind of like extension of Summer House, which okay. first season this year. Um, and it's in Vermont. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I'm available. All right. <laughs> but I'm it's getting high tonight and watching every season. It's funny because it's like everyone is dressed so well. They're all like very good looking people, but yeah. they are drinking from 11 a.m. on yeah. and so it's a jobs? fucking mess it's just mess uh there are a lot of influencers digital creators type okay. people. i love a content creator oh yeah. love a content creator <laughs> <laughs> so okay yeah. okay all right okay i'm gonna have to call my ex dan and yeah. be like, babe, I need your hey you password. <laughs> yeah. Babe, you're going to call him babe just to like really be like, ah. And I'm going to be like, because. <laughs> we need found to the watch perfect it. show. We found and the perfect I need show. It. Yeah. It's really good. Um, incredible. Okay, well, we got to transition now to okay. like wrapping this shit show up. Wrap it up. Um, I feel bad saying it's a shit show because it isn't. You've it's already been, over. You've been yeah. D- yeah, babe. Ugh. <laughs> I could sad? stay here all night. <laughs> She was so nervous at first, yeah. and now you can't get her off the microphone. Now she's like, say even more. You guys yeah. want me to talk about myself for longer? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm available. Um, okay, so at the end of the show, <laughs> we do this thing uh, where we kind of set intentions. Um, so we live in the darkest timeline, and this podcast is trying to bring like light, levity, and joy into people's lives as much as possible with uh, hopefully a few laughs and some insightful commentary. Mm-hmm. This one's got way more insightful commentary Lots than literally more. ever before. Yeah. No, um, this is, it's a good change. Lots, yeah, we you like know. it. I'm into it. Um, but basically, what we're going to ask you to do is uh, declare to us in the next seven days, how are you going to bring light, laughter, and levity into your little corner of the universe? But don't worry, you don't have to go first. Matt's going to go first. Thank Did fucking God. You fucking bitch. <laughs> That was honestly rude. Is it because you felt me preparing to make you go first? I knew what you were doing. <laughs> I could smell it on you. This is why you shouldn't hang out with organized people. <laughs> All right. If it's me, it's me. Okay. I know in the last episode I said uh, I'm just going to enjoy the Wheel of Time because it comes out. But this episode actually is going to go out literally the day that Wheel of Time comes out. So. Mm-hmm. I'll leave that as the last plug for all listeners to watch that show. Oh, my gosh. Because I need you to watch it so that I get more of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the next seven days, what am I going to be trying to do? Um, do you know, I... So I'm, I'm fresh off returning from the woods. I went to the woods this weekend once mm. more. Uh, one of my favorite places. And... Um, I just always find that really sort of spiritually recharging. And when I, I came back to the city... I just kind of have a, a way bigger appreciation uh, for what it takes to live here and like 
you know, it's expensive and it's hard and relationships are complicated by the fact that we live in this weird, stressful environment filled with things that are literally designed to make our lives fucking miserable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I am vamping as hard as I can trying to come up. <laughs> yes. Here's where I'm going to find a point. Uh, in the next self-care. seven days. Self-care. <laughs> oh, God. The joke is a we do self-care all yeah. the time. Self-care is exactly it. Um, no, I think I think this week what I'm hoping to do um, is really do exactly some of what you've talked about, which is like, you know, that maintenance of friendships and and making sure that I'm reaching out to the people I give a shit about and, and finding time for them. Because I, I am trying to find this balance in this sort of semi-COVID. It's not post-COVID, but it's like maybe we're halfway through. Yeah, it's such a weird time. It's a weird time. Yeah. But I, I'm just trying to be like, Make sure that I am maintaining those relationships that have gotten me through COVID um, and making sure that I, I find time to do it, even though I'm so fucking tired of being social all the goddamn time. Because mm. it takes way less to exhaust me now than it ever did before. And that's my answer, bitch. What's yours? I love that. That's oh, great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, you know, I found a path. You found a path. We, we had to you go, got there somewhere. We had to go somehow. to the woods and back, but we got yeah, there. We, we did. We took our time. <laughs> Uh, mine is pretty simple. Um, oh. In the last like month, um, so I know I named up Lou already, mm-hmm. but he, uh, one of his owners, went to LA to visit their partner. So he's been minus a dad, and he's been like very affectionate towards me ever Aww. since. He's trying to like fill the the dad void, fill the dad void, and I'm his best friend. So we've been like taking lots of naps together. Aww. And like he just snuggles with me, and his dad's coming back tomorrow, so I'm really nervous and scared he's gonna abandon me. Oh. So, in so next, what's your intention? In Are <laughs> you gonna kill days, his dad? I'm gonna murder. No, <laughs> <laughs> the cat is mine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly basically it. Yeah. it. Um, but no, it's kind of what I was saying in an early episode where you can just like love stuff to like for the sake of loving it you don't need the like affection returned in order for you to like have that feeling in your heart this goddamn cat and cats are an example of that (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and especially if he you know starts being a little less affectionate going to you know he's on the table right now folks he wants to be in the episode I think, it is, isn't it brought to like the episode is brought by him so I feel like it's, yeah, it's only in. natural yeah. that he's part of the episode that's, right. that's a good point uh, <laughs> but yeah in the next seven days just love stuff to love stuff you don't need like a reason for it or like yeah. to have that thing that thing or that cat love you back you can just love it I love that uh-huh. come on girl look at this growth uh-huh. what a growth episode uh, alright well pressure's on Michaela you've had some time to panic think mm-hmm. what are you going to do next seven days um. Yeah, I think this is an easy answer for me. Surprisingly, oh, you gone first. <laughs> no, I actually had to think After about I, it. I got on the struggle bus for a while. Rude. No, I think I'm going to um book my flight back to Ottawa for Christmas. Mm. Um, because I'm very close with my family and I'm very excited to see them, and that'll that. be something to look forward to. Yeah. So that'll be my um. What is it? Light. Your intention, just call it that. Okay, my intention yeah. is to um, plan my family time for I Christmas. Love planning for you. Because yeah. I love my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to see her. <laughs> so that's that. Shout out to moms. Yeah. Shout out to moms. Incredible, great answer. Yeah. 
Um, well, Michaela, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. Thank you for like your vulnerability and candor. It was definitely a different kind of episode, mm-hmm. but I really liked it. I hope it was good. No, it's good. it's good. Like, I like that we have, you know, we have levels. Yeah. We can do different stuff. We can do different stuff. <laughs> we have different tricks. This this podcast is about sex, dating, and relationships. Yes, yeah. and you definitely sex. did all that. Yeah. You can bring me on for part two where we talk about pegging. So <laughs> there you go. Well, I think that's the episode title. Yeah. Part two where we talk about, about pegging. pegging. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's say goodbye. On three, we're going to say goodbye. One, two, three. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.